Good afternoon, guys. I hope that you're having an amazing, amazing day today. Um, I have been off for a while. I think it's been like two weeks since I last recorded. And um, I just want to welcome you. If you're new to Mimi's message, this is Bernice, who is um, basically the person that records Mimi's message and teach on there. Um, I preach on there. I prophesy. I pray. We, we listen to worship. It's just a time to be in community with everybody around the world and just dig into the word of God, eat the bread, eat the word of God, you know, and lift the word of God as well. So I just welcome you guys, the new people that are here. And also my faithful listeners, I just want to say thank you so much for always tuning in. Um, I've not been on here because I've been doing my ministry um which is called Sisters of Ruth Ministry. It's a nonprofit ministry. And what I've been doing is I've been doing a workshop that's called um, Women in Ministry and Business. And I've had a lot of amazing women come on and teach about ministry and teach about business, how to start your business from scratch, how to build from on, you know, on your business, how to enlarge it, and how to hear the Lord concerning what he's called you to do and keep walking and running the race that he's giving you. And so I've had a lot of busy week which is why i've not been able to come and record but i'm back you know um so i just want to say thank you so much for tuning in we are continuing with our discernment um series the series is i am series and we have a sub um topic that we're talking about the topic that we're talking about is um i am a discerner you know, we are in the world right now and we're not of the world. You know, we are, there is a, a spiritual atmosphere, a divine and, and sometimes diabolical things that are around us, you know. And if you're somebody that has the gift of discernment because the Holy Spirit gives it in, in, when you look in Corinthians, right? And so if you're somebody who has the gift of discernment, sometimes you don't really know why you're feeling all the things you're feeling. And so God has placed it on my heart to talk about the gift of discernment, to talk about how to discern and how to see in the realm of the spirit, how to discern what you're seeing, how to discern what you're feeling, what you're tasting, what you're smelling. You know, if you're somebody that feels a lot of things around you, you are a feeler. You, the Holy Spirit has opened you up to, to be able to feel things on people, to be able to feel compassion, sadness, sorrow, joy, whatever it is. You are able to step into a community and feel the, the atmosphere and, and sense what spirit is in the community. And you might not know how to handle it. You might not know how to pray about it you know I've been there and so because I have been there and the Lord has helped me to understand who he's called me to be as a discerner I'm here to give a little bit of knowledge and wisdom to you to help you to walk this gift out okay to walk this gift out so Thank you for turning uh, for tuning in again and I hope that you're blessed by the message today
cloud by day, fire by night. You gave us your name to be our guide. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You're in the inhale, Yahweh. You're in the exhale, Yahweh. time we breathe, we say your name. Every time we breathe, we mention your name. just listen to Yahweh by um, All Nations Music. If you are not aware of what All Nations Music is, you can definitely get it from any music platform, Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, wherever you get music, YouTube, you can put in Yahweh by um, All Nations Music, okay? And so we're going to take a moment of prayer. We've, we've worshipped and taken up time to just go before the Lord. So God, I just come before you. We come before you as, um, as one community, Father. We come and we ask you, Father, to take our lives into your hand and mold it and shape it how you see fit. God, we, we thank you for waking us up today. We thank you for this moment to, together. We thank you for your, your anointing over us. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for the things that you do for us, God. You are a good, good father. You are a father that never lies. You are a father that never leave, leave us behind. You are a father that never reject us, God. You are a father that always loves us. You are a father that never criticizes us, Father. But you always, God, correct us in love. So we thank you for being a good, good father. We thank you for being a provider. You are Jehovah Jireh. We thank you for being Jehovah Nisi, our banner, our banner of love, our banner of peace, our banner of contentment. Our safe banner, God, the place that we can run to, the shelter that we can we can dwell under, God. So, Father, we thank you for being Jehovah Rapha, our healer. We thank you for being El Shaddai. We thank you for being Jehovah Tiskanu. We thank you for being Yahweh. We just thank you for being a good, good daddy. We pray right now, Father. 
And we submit this I am series before you. And I pray, oh Lord, you will decrease me and increase increase yourself, Father. That everything that is going to be said, Father, will go we go through your fire, your consuming fire. And I pray for revelation to fall on your people. I pray, God, against every distraction of the enemy. I pray, oh Lord, you arrest it right now in the name of Jesus. And you shut the enemy's mouth. In the name of Jesus, God. I pray, oh Lord, your consuming fire will fall in the people, on the people around them God that Lord you ignite their discernment their gift of discernment father even the gift that are that, that they're not aware of father you will dis- you will help them discern it and you will help them to walk boldly in it to walk and to walk in it God and even to run the race God that you have given them with that gift father you are a good gift giver father so we say thank you for the gift of discernment that you have bestowed upon us and we thank you for every other gift that you have given us in due time God we're going to be fully aware and we're going to be fully walking in every capacity of where you've called us to go who you called us to be, all for your glory, Father, all for the kingdom of, of building, Father. So, God, I pray to the Lord, anybody that is listening that has issues in your life, that has economical issues, financial issues, marital issues, relationship issues, job issues, God, I pray right now and I ask you, God, to touch it. You are the God that redeems. You are the God that can touch and turn to impossible. You are the one that turns things around. You are the table turner, Father. So I pray right now, the Lord, everything that you're in need of, they stand in need of God. I pray the Lord as they are your children, Father. You said that you said that God, the bread is for is for the children, God. You can you you are a God that is not gonna take the, the children's bread for, from them. So God, I pray the Lord you will heal every area, Father, in their lives that they need your healing, all consuming power over them God all consuming victory over them I decree and declare victory in that circumstance that they are bestowing before you that they are placing at your hand at your feet God you have said that Lord we are to cast all our burden onto you because you care for us so father I pray the Lord let them release it to you because you are the kinsman redeemer you are the one that molds and shapes and restore and redeem so God I pray right now father that they will start to see a redemption I pray even now, they will start to see the thing already fixed, Father. They will have a new vision. They will see victory before victory even comes. I pray that, Lord, you will re- reform their vision. You will reform what they are focusing on. They will focus on the right things and not the wrong things. They will turn away from anything that hinders them. And they will focus on you, God. I pray that, Lord, you will give them the boldness huh, that you gave Peter to be able to walk on the water, to be able to step out of the water i pray god right now those that you've called to step out of the boat and to walk on the water before you you have told them to come ha you have said come you have said come you are giving them permission peter said god if it is you jesus if it is you tell me to come and you told peter to come and some of you god has said come so god i pray the lord you give them the boldness that peter had to be able to step off 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 of the boat god and step on the water and walk on miraculousness walk in in miraculousness god over over the water the impossible was done because he had faith to come to you 
So, Father, I pray that, Lord, those that you have set to come, they will be bold. They will pack up things. They will take away things. They will remove things. They will let things go and walk and come before you. In every circumstance, they will come. In the church, in the church they will come. In, in their jobs, they will come and give you glory. God, in their families, they will come. In the workplace, they will come. In the, in the industries, God, they will come to give you glory, Father. And I pray, oh Lord, as they walk on the water, Father, that they will focus on you, not in what is around them. Because you are the God that sleeps in the storm. And so, Father, I pray, oh Lord, as they walk to you, that they will not look to the storm, but they will look to the Elohim that is right before them, that they are, that they are walking towards. So, God, I pray, oh Lord, they will have that boldness upon them in the name of Jesus. Just as you told P- Peter, God, you said, Jesus, you said, oh, oh, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? Father, I pray right now that you remove every doubt out of their minds. Remove every doubt out of their minds. What you have spoken shall come to pass. You are the God that does not lie. You are not a man that you should lie, nor nor you are. You are not a man that you should lie, God. You are a God that speaks truth. Your word is truth. Your word is truth. You're the man that you should change your mind. You don't change your mind. You do what you say. Your word goes forth and accomplish what you have called it to do. So God, they are going to be in expectation and they are going to walk. Come, you you say to them, and they're going to walk to you, God. They're going to walk to you. They're going to walk to you. They're going to walk to you in faith. The Lord says, walk by faith and not by sight. They're going to walk to you. So God, I thank you for this revelation. I thank you for this message. Ha, I thank you that Lord it will fall on good soil and it will be sustained until they get to you, until they get to the place that you've called them to go. Because victory awaits them. You will still help them to come up if they fall. You will still help them, God, to come up if they fall. But Father, they will always keep your face toward you. They will press forward to the mark of what you have set before them, Father. So I thank you and I, br- I praise your holy name, God. And I pray the Lord everything that is going to be taught today will give you glory. And I pray the Lord your word will penetrate out of my mouth, Father. And teach your people today. And teach your children today. They are your children and your daughters. Your sons and your daughters, God. They are your children, Father. And you want to teach them. So God, I pray the Lord, let, let them be ready as Mary was ready ready and sat at the feet of Jesus to learn and to gain, gain revelation. I pray the Lord as we sit as we sit at your feet today that Lord you will pour out of me to gain revelation Father for your people to gain revelation in the name of Jesus God I do pray. Amen. I believe there is an exchange The Lord wants to happen in your praise. I believe there's an exchange. The Lord wants to happen with your praise.
there's an exchange There will be an exchange There shall be an exchange It's happening right now There is an exchange says, give me your worship, I'll give you your peace now. Give me your worship, I'll give you your joy now. <laughs> give me your worship, I'll give you your wholeness now. Give me your worship and I'll fill every void of an exchange it's gonna happen with your praise so the floor is yours so today we are talking about discernment we're digging deep into it I talked about um, how to discern the voice of the Lord from the voice of the enemy because to be able to discern correctly, you have to be able to discern evil from good. You have to be able to discern the voice of the Lord from the voice of the enemy. You know, Jesus was tempted, right? On the mountain, he was led to the mountain. He was tempted. He heard the voice of the enemy telling him to, to, to turn um, the, the, the stone into bread. And he said to the enemy, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And so to be able to be able to discern and and how to handle and how to um basically correct what you need to correct or or how to basically deal with what you're sensing, what you're hearing, what you're perceiving, what you're discerning, you have to be able to discern the voice of the enemy from the voice of God. And how the best way to know the voice of the Lord is through the word of God. And so I talked about how to discern those two things. And also I talked about the beginning stage of discernment, what a discerner is. I went into depth about it. I, I basically scratched the surface, but today we're going to go into deeper depth of what it is, what you're going to be sensing as a discerner, what you're going to be seeing as a discerner, what you're going to be hearing as a discerner, what you're, what you're going to be feeling as a discerner, what you're going to be tasting as a discerner. There's so many categories that they, the Lord uses a discerner to discern diabolical and discern divine things and even human things as well. So I explained the different types of things, spirits that you can discern, you know, um, there's diabolical, there's divine, there is human. Okay. So, um, then there's the Holy spirit, right? Uh, who is living in you and he is in this world. Okay. And so, um, today we are going to dig deep into the specifics, you know, I'm going to give examples from my own life as well, and I'm going to help you to identify what you're discerning. You know, a lot of people who discern things have a way of, they, they smell things. All of a sudden you smell something, you're like, whoa, what is that? You know, or, or you feel something or, or, or you see something, you know, um, there, I'm going to talk about all of that. So tune in, I'm going to play a song.
Alright, so we have worship with Yahweh, we have prayed. Um, now we're going to go into the teaching, okay? So I want you to get your notepad, your Bible, because so, I'm going to go all over the Bible. I'm going to go to different places in the Word of God. So I just want you to um, be ready to take notes and write things down and mark in your Bibles. I like to mark in my Bibles. I like to really write in it um, because it's right there, <laughs> you know. So I like those Bibles with a lot of uh, space in there. But right now, I do have a little small, cute Bible that I got from the store. It's so cute. It's an I'm going through an N, um, and uh, not a NIV, but New King James version. That's what I normally use to teach. Um, and so, please remove every distraction from you because we we want to know how to discern well. So we want to be all in tune, you know, with what um, we are learning today. And so, um, with discernment, you know, you have different part of your body that you, when you surrender it to the Lord, God will speak through that through those different parts of your body, which is your nose, you know, um, your, your, your skin, okay, your eyes, your ears, okay, uh, your mouth, all right? So God speaks out of all of those. Sometimes you will feel fire. You feel like your hands are on fire. Like they're not like literally burning, but you feel heat, okay? That is the presence of the Lord. That is God letting you know that he is here, that his presence is around you, on you, okay? And so I'm just going to go through the different senses as a discerner. So today we're going to be looking at smell, feeling, uh, seeing, hearing, and tasting, okay? Um, if you want to learn more about, you know, what a discerner is and all of that, maybe you just tune in and you've not really listened to the other two um, podcasts that I, I recorded, um, you might want to just go back and listen to it. Um, so listen to I Am a Discerner, the, the Gift of Discernment. Actually, first listen to um, How to Hear the Voice of God from the Voice of the Enemy. Um, and also listen to I Am a Discerner, the Gift of Discernment. Those are... Um, really really good insightful podcast that i recorded um to give you understanding of all of that um so so let's look at smell as a discerner you know let's let let's picture yourself right now picture yourself worshiping the lord maybe normally in the morning that is the great time to take time to worship and be still before the lord and worship the lord you know or maybe you might be at a you know worship experience you might go to church and they're you know um having a worship or you might be listening to your to you know to worship in your car while you're driving put put yourself in a place of worship you know go back in time maybe this morning you you worship think about that time what did you smell? What did you um, smell around you? Did you smell anything? You know, did you, were you, is there something that just immediately came around you that you smelled? What I, why I'm saying is, is this is because as a discerner, God will speak to, to you through smell. So, for example, in worship, you will smell sweet perfume. You, sometimes I have smelled vanilla, ice cream. You know, I smell sweet things while i'm worshiping and that is god letting you know that you know his your worship is a sweet perfume to him that he is in the place that he is in the room sometimes you smell and and then you feel wind okay you feel wind you smell all your senses are being activated during that time which is why you have to know your um your 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 normal state okay as a discerner, you want to know how you are 
as a norm anomaly you know in your normal state because when you go into the atmosphere where god is or where diabolical things are or where human human beings are you're going to be taking on things you're going to be smelling things okay are uh, you going to your your body is going to be sensing smelling tasting feeling all of that hearing okay and so when you are worshiping you will feel you will you will smell sweet sweet something sweet okay you will smell something sweet if if it's not um divine you're going to smell something not pleasant if it's diabolical you're going to smell egg you know a um you know a, a spoiled egg you're going to smell sulfur you know uh you're going to smell very something not good you're going to smell trash sometimes you're going to smell smoke when i when you smell smoke sometimes it's because it's warfare you're smelling warfare there's something that's diabolical that's about to happen or something that's diabolical that's happening in the atmosphere so you're going to be smell if it's witchcraft uh if it's you know warfare you're going to be smelling smoke or eggs you know eggs that are rotten rotten eggs sulfur things that are not pleasant things that things that smell nasty that you don't want to smell you're going to be smelling that and the most important thing is to basically surrender your smell to the lord it's very important whatever you smell you got to surrender it to the lord and you ask the holy spirit holy spirit what am i smelling what what is this what is what is the in the atmosphere you know if you're praying for somebody right now if you're praying for your family or somebody that has an addiction in your family or somebody that has an addiction in your work or in your friendship or somebody that you know that you're interceding for you will start to smell certain things when you when you immediately uh say their name or or pray for them that is the lord speaking to you of what it is that is happening in that person's life maybe they might go be going through warfare so god is saying what you're smelling the rotten egg that you're smelling might be warfare or or it might be addiction or it might be this you have to ask the lord what am i smelling and also um you know for example for me personally i remember i wanted to have somebody come and and, and preach for one of my conference and immediately when i said the person's name in my mind i immediately smelled weed like you know smoke like weed i smelled the i smelled um smoke you know i smelled weed and i'm like whoa what you know why am i smelling weed and and you know the lord let me know that it's not the right person to have to come and speak for you um so even things that you've never smelled before sometimes the lord will bring it to you to smell because you are you are going into the person's life the lord is opening the person's life to you the, the lord is showing you hidden things about the person or about the place so sometimes you will smell things that you don't understand what is this smell it i don't understand i'm not familiar with this smell but you know it's in the category of not a good smell or it's in the category of a good smell so you just have to basically ask the holy spirit who is the greatest teacher ever ask him what am i smelling god what am i smelling holy spirit help me to understand and discern well and then when the lord leads you to understand it through the holy spirit what happens that you have to pray about it you have to go into intercession you have to pray about it and ask the lord to lead you in the word of god where it is that you can go and even get revelation and more understanding okay and then you pray about it so that's what the sense is what smelling is okay and so i remember when one time i was praying and the lord said um, to pray, you know, to intercede. So I went to in like prophetic intercession. And I remember um, immediately I smelled like men's perfume. 
And I'm like, why am I smelling men's perfume? And the Lord led me to pray for men in general. He said, the enemy is after the head of the house. You know, the enemy is after the head. So I started to pray for men in this world. I started to pray um, over them, you know, for strength and all that. The Holy Spirit led me to pray. So, you know, when you're praying, sometimes you smell things. And, you know, you might smell baby perfume or, or, you know, how babies smell. They smell so soft, you know. You You might smell that. And and you you ask the Holy Spirit, why am I smelling a baby right now? And he will say, pray for children or, you know, pray for, or he might even show you somebody's face, you know, pray for that person or pray for this or that, you know. So you got to be in tune with what you're smelling and you got to ask questions. You know, God loves it when we ask questions. The Holy Spirit loves it when we ask questions. So ask questions. What is this? Get clarity and then pray. All right, so we talk about smell. Now we're talking about feeling, okay? What is feeling? What is a, what is a discerner? What, what does a discerner feel, okay? So, you know, your senses, which is your feeling, you feel things in your body. Normally, as a normal person, you know, you, when you, you burn your, your, your hands, you, you feel it, right? When, when, you, um, when, when the room is, you know, moist or very uh, hot, you feel it. You know, when the room is... Um, you know, cold, you feel it, you know, you feel things on your body, in on your whole body, not just in different parts, but your whole body. But when it comes to the Lord, sometimes he focuses on different parts of your body. Sometimes you feel heat, you feel hot, you know, you feel hotness on your ears. And that is God speaking to you. You got to be in tune when he does that. Sometimes you feel, um, you know, fire, you feel hotness, you know, um, on your feet. And that is God letting you know it's time to move or, you know, he's trying to speak to you about some, some movement that is happening, okay? Even when you're praying, you know, you start to feel hot, like heat on your feet, okay? And that's the Lord letting you know that you are in the right, you know, category of prayer or whatever it is. You just have to ask the Lord. When you feel it, ask God, what am I feeling, Lord? What am I feeling, Holy Spirit? Help me to get clarity. And so as a feeler, you know, when you feel, you feel a lot of things. I'm going to focus on the divine and I'm going to go into the human and I'm going to go into diabolical, okay? What you feel in the divine, like I said, fire, you feel wind. Sometimes I've had the Lord, um, blow his wind on my feet or blow his wind over my head um so you will feel wind you will feel like you know like how you feel wind when you go out you will feel that wind you might be like for me personally i've been in my in my in my place where i will feel wind when the air conditioner is not on and that is god letting you know that his presence is here because he is a god that moves in the wind right and so you will feel wind you will feel fire fire meaning that you feel hotness like your body is hot you know when you have a fever and you feel really, really hot, but this time you don't have any sickness. You just feel hot. You feel hot in certain places on your body, okay? Sometimes you might feel hot all, all over your body, okay? But that is the presence of the Lord. God is divine. His, his divine presence come in the room, okay? Um, and so I will, I will say that whenever you feel that, that divine presence of the Lord, that hot feeling, that wind, you know, um, one thing that I do is, you know, I, I'm in tune and I, I listen, I tune my ears, I tune my senses again, even deeper to the Lord so that he speaks, you know, most of the time when I am praying 
or when I am um, teaching, my ears will be on fire and God will be giving me revelation of what to say. Sometimes I come on here and I don't know what I'm going to say. I just sit and I flow with the Lord. If you're somebody that flows with the Lord, you are going to be feeling a lot of hotness. You know, the Bible says that in Acts 2, 19 or 17, I believe it says that, you know, in the last days, he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh, right? Upon all flesh, his spirit, okay, comes in fire. God is a God is a God that moves by fire. He has a consuming fire. So you will feel that consuming fire, okay? The wind of God is on you. When you feel it, you will know. You'll be sitting there on your couch, and all of a sudden, you feel wind on your feet. You're like, okay, Lord. You know, you, you start to be aware. That's why you have to have a relationship with the Lord. Because when you have a relationship with God, when those things happen, you know immediately it is the presence of the Lord. So when it comes to diabolical, okay? Diabolical, what you, what you feel in the diabolical. I would say for me personally, what I have experienced, and I know what other people have experienced, is that when you are feeling, when you are sensing, when you are discerning uh, demonic warfare, you start to itch. Like your, your part of your body will itch or your hand will itch. You know, you, you have to be, and it will not be a good itch. You, you, you feel really like, what is this? You know, it will all, all of a sudden come. That is because you are, you are praying against warfare, okay? Sometimes what you have to do is you have to anoint your hands, and you got to pray in tongues. The more you pray in tongues, the, then the itchiness will stop because that means that you have really, um, sh- you have really, uh, y- your prayer has hit the target, okay? And, and God has d- ascended his angels and, and released them to, to, fight, uh, um, to fight against that warfare, all right? Um, and so you have to you have to be able to to discern that you you will know when you start to itch you will know um that is warfare um just as you know angel gabriel and jermichael went to daniel you know and 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 said that um one of the angels one of the archangels went to daniel and said when you prayed the lord heard you and he has already released your angel to fight for you but the angel is already fighting fighting a warfare already in a war so he is delayed but keep praying you know and and the lord sent an angel to daniel to tell him hey we heard the lord heard your prayer and he's interceding but your angel is having a war with the enemy okay so you have to know that when you're itching keep praying like daniel prayed keep fasting like daniel fasted eventually when you keep doing that 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 um itchiness will go away because that means that god has taken authority over that warfare all right uh when it comes to witchcraft a lot of people have said that they have a headache the moment you start having a headache especially when you are around somebody and all of a sudden if if they don't say that they have a headache themselves then that means that it's witchcraft like i said before in my previous podcast i remember i was working and a guy came to the counter and he said you know the moment he stepped on in front of the counter he my head started to hurt it started to hurt so bad like i have an intense headache and then the guy um touched his head and he said I have a headache. I need medication. And that immediately let me know. That immediately let me know, okay, he has a headache. And when I gave him the medication and when he left my counter, the headache left with him. And that is basically letting me know. So when you're a discerner, you will feel. What you feel on you from people will cause you to know what to pray about, okay? And so what he needed was medication, okay? Yes, I could have laid hands on him and prayed for him, all right? But the, ho- the Holy Spirit will lead you on how to do that, okay? 
and who to do that for. Not everybody is your assignment. So you want to be careful what you're discerning from people. You got to be able to ask the Lord, what am I feeling? And when I'm feeling this, is it okay for me to go and pray for that person? Because sometimes people are not ready to be delivered. Now the headache, yes, you can pray for him. But there are other things that God will show you through feeling that you will feel. Sometimes you only have to pray in your prayer closet. Because that person is not ready to face that issue. Or not ready to, to really um, confront that they do have, even own that they do have that issue. So you got to be careful. Yes, you will feel diabolical things. You will feel demons on people. That, that comes with, you know... Um, having that headache, okay, having that that uh, unpleasant feeling that you feel, okay, all of a sudden you you, you feel like you want to puke. That is uh, feeling a demon on somebody, feeling spirits of darkness, okay, whatever spirit it is, you start to feel like you want to puke, okay. So you you want to be careful when you feel things on people. You don't want to gossip. One, two, you don't want to go to them and start telling them this is what I'm feeling, blah blah blah. Because when you're talking to them, the demon is there. Okay, the demon is around them. We don't fear demons, okay? Because we have Luke ten nineteen, right? God has given us authority over everything. Okay, over 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 demons, over scorpions, over serpents, over everything that creeps and and walks in 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 the kingdom of darkness, right? And nothing can harm us. But you want to be wise. You want to be discerning. You want to be wise and how you approach that okay all right so you want to be wise all right so one other thing about witchcraft that you know if the person is in front of you and they're not saying that you know they, they have a headache then you know i would say 90 percent of the time it is witchcraft um i've had a lot of people that have said that uh that's how they discern witches through that type of feeling um, but again, you don't want to place that, you know, feeling in, in the hands of, of God and in the hands of um, the Holy Spirit to give you more clarity. Um, and sometimes it could be that the person is stressed. That's why you have to ask the Lord, um, what what are you discerning? It's very important to go back to the one that gave you that what you're feeling, right? Because he knows the source of it, okay? Everything that is hidden, God knows. Um, and so for me, for example, I remember... Um, there was somebody that, you know, entered my life. And um, I remember I gave them access, part of a, a little bit of access into my life. And um, I remember I was feeling a lot of headache after I sent them, you know, something. I sent them something. And after I sent it to them, um, you know, after I sent them that document, I felt a lot of headache. I was feeling this intense headache, and I, and I remember I heard the Lord, you know, call my name, and then and then the Lord said, you know, I I heard the Lord call me, and then He said, um, pray, you know, and so I started to pray, and for a couple months I was still feeling that headache, you know, and I was like, oh my goodness, what is this? And God was letting me know that there's a little bit of witchcraft attached to that thing, you know, or, or to that person, and so. Um, after I finally let that person go, that thing left. I stopped feeling that headache. Like even at nighttime, I would wake up with a headache. And and you know, you got you gotta be um discerning. You gotta be like you already a discerner, but you, you gotta take these things seriously. When God is trying to speak to you, you have gotta be serious about it. You know, don't just say, Okay, I have a headache. A lot of people have had headaches that were not from them that were from other people or even from the diabolical things that they were sensing and they would take medication and they'd be like oh you know but if you pray about it it will leave it will stop 
okay? So sometimes you might be in front of somebody, your friend, and, and they might be stressing. They might have a lot of stress going on. It might not be, you know, diabolical as a witchcraft, but you, you can ask questions. When you feel these things, you can ask questions, you know, with wisdom. Ask them, hey, is everything okay? And then, you know, you pray about it first. Lord, I just pray that as I go forth and, and really um, ask the person concerning what I'm feeling, you help them to open up. You help them to, you just be um, in the midst, Father. You just be in the midst, Holy Spirit. I welcome you here. And then you, you start to ask them, you know, hey, are you okay? You know, um, how's everything? You know, and then. They might start to say, oh, my goodness, I'm so stressed. I have a headache. You know, I'm so, like, overwhelmed. You know, they will start to say those things to you. And you'll be like, okay, now I, I understand what I'm discerning, that you are, you know, this way. You are feeling a lot of stress or a lot of this, a lot of that. It might not be witchcraft. But, you know, you, you got to submit what you're, you're sensing to the, to the Lord. And so uh, we've talked about that. So let's see. Let's talk about human, what you're going to feel on humans. For me personally, when I, um, I go to the market, the market is one place that I feel so much. Like when I go in the aisles to buy things, like I will see somebody and I'll feel Jezebel on them. Like I will see something, like, which is, you know, the spirit of lust. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll see somebody and I'll feel anger. You know, I'll see somebody and, and I'll feel um, the spirit of sadness, depression, you know, you, your heart starts to feel like you might feel like you might feel sad all of a sudden. You might feel, you know, um, depressed all of a sudden. You might feel, you know, all these things you're feeling, envy, jealousy, like you're feeling a lot of things, right? Um, but one thing for me, when it's diabolical, it's a consistent feeling that I feel. It's not like, you know, I don't feel exactly what the person is feeling, but I know what I'm feeling, like I'll feel, you know, that, um, that, that heaviness on me, like on, you know, from the person, how that person is feeling, I'll start to feel that heaviness, and then I'll ask the Lord, what is that, what does that mean, and then the Lord, you know, the Holy Spirit will lead me, you know, you're feeling, you know, the spirit of, of sadness, or anger, or pride, or, you know, all of that, some people have said they have actually felt that, you know, pride spirit on somebody or have felt that envy spirit on somebody or that have felt, you know, that jealousy spirit on somebody. You know, sometimes you don't even have to feel it. You see it on them. You sense it on them. You have a knowing of, or, you know, of that on them. And so um, those are the things that you're going to you're going to sense from people, you know, and those are not good things, you know. So what what you do is you just pray for them. You know, you might pray for them in your prayer closet or you might take a moment and say, you know, let me just pray for you. If they do tell you how they are feeling, you know, touch and agree in prayer because, you know, two people joined together can put what a, a, uh, can put a thousand to flight. Right. And I think can put two thousand to flight. Um, so just pray with them and 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 let the Lord do what he does best. Don't don't try to be the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know, as a discerner, you, you discern a lot of things. But sometimes you might want to take things on yourself. Don't don't go overboard. Okay? There there is a place for you and then there's a place for the Holy Spirit. Okay? And then there's a place for Jesus. Okay? And there's a place for God. And then and then there's a place for the angels to do their work. So you be in your lane and you do what you gotta do that the Lord is telling you to do. Don't try and and be an angel. Don't try to be the Holy Ghost because some things are too big for you to fight, okay? You don't have the armor and the strength to do that. But God has graced you for what the gift that he's given you. So operate in that gift. Operate in your lane, okay? 
Um, so that, those are the type of feelings that you're going to feel on people. Uh, and when it comes to community, like you step into a community or maybe you might not even step into a community. Sometimes you might be praying for a community that the Lord has laid in on you, you know, when he wakes you up at 3.30 or 4 or 5 or 2, whatever time that he wakes you up to pray during your prayer watch. Okay. Um, as a watch, as a watch woman or as a watchman. And you might feel, you know, certain things on that community. For for example, for me, I remember I, I, I drove into a community where a church was. And immediately when I drove there, I felt heaviness on my chest. I felt like I was about to have like a, a panic attack, okay? And immediately I knew that's not me, okay? So... That's why you have to know your, your, your normal self so that when you feel certain things, you know, okay, this is not me. This is definitely something here. Um, and so I immediately asked the Lord. I packed, you know, I, I parked my car and I asked the Lord, what am I feeling? And, and the Holy Spirit led me to know that this is a place that is a, a, a place of, you know, gang, gang banging. This is a place of um, drug uh, you know, people selling drugs and, and crime. Crime was really, really big at that place, and it still is. Um, and, and you know, the Lord was letting me sense what the people were sensing. The people were feeling a lot of panic. People were feeling a lot of fear. They were feeling a lot of stress. You know, they were really not on a stable, you know, uh, way. They're not stable emotionally. So I was feeling all of that. At once, and that was what I was feeling immediately when I, I, I got clarity of what, what I was feeling, it left. Okay, and of course, I prayed for the place. Uh, when I went to church, um, I told one of the prophets over there uh, what I was feeling, and you know, we prayed and all that. So, you gotta pray over what you feel when you feel things on people, like I said, you know, the itchiness, you know, the um. You know, when the wind, the fire, when you feel that divine things, uh, sweet perfume from the Lord, you know, uh, you don't feel the sweet perfume, but you smell it. Um, you know, when you feel that itchiness, that headache, uh, you know, you feel like you want to puke, you know, you feel sad or you feel depressed, you feel all of a sudden you feel things. And then when you move from one place to another, it changes. That's how you know. You're just sensing the things in the atmosphere or on people. Okay. I remember I went to a woman's store one time. And as I kept walking around, I start to feel things on, on people. And I was like, oh, my God. So when you're a discerner, you know, uh, and, you, and you walk in the gift of deliverance, you will start to, when you feel things on people, you start to puke. Like you, or, or you start to... Um, um, have mucus, okay, you, you start to spit out mucus, because in deliverance, okay, to be a deliverer, you gotta have discernment, to know what you're feeling in the person, or to know, to discern it, and so when you're able to discern it, you are then able to pray that away, and you know, for things to leave people, sometimes they'll puke, you know, they will burp, they will cough, okay, mucus will come out, so I have seen a lot of people who deliver people, um, you know, spit, spit while they are praying on somebody because you are, the Lord is doing a work through you to help that person. Okay. Um, and so a, a lot of times you are, you're going to be spitting out mucus, you know, cause you're passing around people and you're, you're sensing all those things and those things are, are, are being, um, extracted, you know, and, and, and God is doing a work 
in the atmosphere. So it's okay if you puke, you, you know, when you come around somebody, um, you maybe you might want to run to the bathroom and puke because you're sensing the heaviness of that demon on them or, you know, all of those things. So discern well by placing what you are sensing in front of the Holy Spirit for him to help you, okay? So it says in Deuteronomy 32, 30, it says, How could one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight unless your rock had sold them and the Lord had surrendered them? Okay, so remember that, you know, only one can do great things. But when you touch and you agree together, right, it has more power. Okay, two can put thousand to flight. All right. So prayer, you know, the Bible says that um, wherever two or three are gathered in his name, he's there. And if you are somebody that sends something on somebody, you know, uh, and you get the okay from the Holy Spirit to go and pray for them. And, you know, you go and you tell them, hey, you know, this is what I'm sensing and da, 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 da. And, you know, what, what I mean is like, this is what I'm sensing and blah, 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 right? Um and basically i feel like i should pray for you is it okay if we touch and agree you know um two can put if you know ten thousand to flight you don't know what is on the person concerning that warfare it might be a lot of a lot of demons you know it might be a lot of certain things um but as long as you get the okay from the holy spirit to pray do it you know because we feel and we sense and we discern because God wants us to intercede for that person. I want you to look at um I want you to look at John 8:38. It says, "I speak the things which I have seen with my Father." And that is Jesus speaking, okay? It basically says that, you know, what Jesus saw, God do, he does, right? And so what we what we saw you know, what our ancestors, the apostles, you know, the prophets, the, the people that were before us, those that walked with, you know, Jesus, the disciples, what they saw him do, they did, right? They went out and preached. They went out and, and teach. They went out and delivered. And they went out and cast out demons. They did that. So what Jesus saw God do, he did. And what the disciples saw Jesus do, they, they did, right? And they wrote, wrote you know, the Bible, you know, and so that means that what we read, what, what we know that, you know, our ancestors have done, we can too do it because they have seen Jesus do it and Jesus have seen God do it. And so if that's the case, God, you know, Jesus said, you will do far more than I have, right? And so 
if you're a discerner, know that God has graced you for it, okay? That you can do what God tells you to do. If he tells you, go and touch that person and just believe that by that touch alone, okay, he he is healed or she's healed, okay? Who? I mean, somebody in the Bible, one of the apostles, his shadow alone did miracles, okay? His shadow alone did miracles. So, Whatever it is, maybe God is, God will tell you, go and pass by that person. You don't even have to touch them. Just pass by. And he will, just your presence alone there. Because, you know, God lives in you, right? The spirit of God is in you. So if you're around that place, what happens? That thing is dealt with. Okay, when, when demons saw, you know, the man who had, you know, legions of demons in him. When he saw Jesus coming. You know, they a lot of demons were fearful because they saw the Spirit of God on him, in him. He was the Word in flesh, right? And so sometimes when you appear in certain places because you have the Spirit of God in you, you know, you will have people that don't like you or feel like you are disturbing your space or they might feel uncomfortable. And you can discern that. Oh, I have discerned that so many times. There are times where I've, I remember... Um, a couple years ago, I went to preach um, at, a, at a church. And after I preached, the, the Lord came and the atmosphere shifted and all that. And the glory of the Lord f- fell on people, you know, and fell in the room, you know. Um, and the Lord spoke. The Lord did his work because I went there for the Lord to do what he called me to come there to do. And he showed up. And I remember I went and sat down. And... I sensed, like, I looked to my right, and there was this lady that was sitting there. And I just I just had a knowing. This lady has an agenda, a diabolical agenda for that church. I just knew, I felt like she was a witch, basically. And I did not go over there and, you know, stop praying against her or, you know. We don't fight against flesh and blood, right? We fight against what? Spiritual. We, we fight in the spirit, right? We fight against spiritual principalities, right? And so I just sat there and I just looked at her. Okay. I don't know how she was sitting like a little bit in front of me on the on the other side. But for some reason she saw me, she sensed me looking at her. Okay. And immediately when she saw that, she got up and she left. She left. She didn't come back. She left the program. Okay. I didn't have to say a word to her. I didn't have to go over there and pray against her. All I did was just look at her. And she left. Alright. So whatever agenda that she came there for. Whatever she did. Or whatever it is. She left. You know. If she was a normal person. Okay. That just came there. And just enjoy the. You know. The service. She would probably have waved at me. Or looked away. Or just looked at me and looked away. But this lady felt like. You know. Ooh. She she, she sees me. She knows who I am. You know. she She sees me in the spirit. So she felt uncomfortable and she left. Um, so sometimes just your presence alone, you just looking at that person, or you just, you know, going around that place alone can can just do a work, okay? Um, Numbers 12, 6 says, If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, shall make myself known to him in a vision. I shall speak with him in a dream. And so, um, you know, as a discerner, you're going to see things. Okay, you're gonna see things. Um, one thing I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna share with you guys is I want you to look at John two twenty four to twenty five. It says here, 
Um, but Jesus, on his part, was not entrusting himself to them. Okay? For um, he knew all men. And because he did not need anyone to, uh, to testify concerning man, concerning uh, man, for himself, for he himself knew what was in man. So what is this saying? It's saying that, you know, Jesus knew everything about a man. Like what, what they were thinking, what they were feeling, everything. He, he discerned it all. Okay. You know, we, we read in the Bible when we see that Jesus asks questions, especially, you know, um, when he was about to drive out the spirit from the, from the boy. Okay. The boy who, who was possessed, you know, the father came and said, I think it's in John. The father came and said, oh, um, you know, I my son, I asked your disciples to, to, to pray for them. I think it's in Matthew or John. I asked for your, your disciples to pray for them. Um, and, and they couldn't drive out the spirit. And, and, and Jesus, you know, Jesus asked the, the father, you know, what, what is, you know, what happens, you know, with him? And, and you know, the father was like, oh, uh, he, the spirit throws him down and try to kill him and throw him in the water and all that. And then Jesus turned to the boy and said, you, 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 you deaf and, and, and unclean spirit come out. You know, I'm going to find where it says that. So let's look at it. It's in uh, Mark, not John or Matthew. Um, I come here and I just flow in with what God is showing me to, to speak. So I looked it up. It's, um, Mark nine fourteen. So let's look at that. And when he came to his, to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them. Okay. Let's look at, um, let's look at 15. Immediately when they saw him, all the people were greatly amazed and running to him, greeted him. And he asked the, the scribes, what are you discussing with them? Then one of the crowd answered and said, teacher, I brought you my son who has a, a mute spirit. Okay. Uh, and whatever, uh, and wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, uh, gnashes his teeth and become rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. He answered him and said, Oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Then they brought him to him. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him. And he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. So he, he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. Now, Jesus already knew that, okay? This is a conversation that he was having. And I believe that what God helped me to understand is that, you know, he was basically teaching the disciples that you got to communicate, you know, to get more revelation and get more understanding of what you're dealing with. You don't just say, oh, I cannot handle this or I cannot, you know, pray against this or I cannot um, heal that person that I'm feeling or I cannot, you know, um, basically deliver that person. If God has told you that you can do that, you have grace for it. You just have to keep communicating. You know, he communicated with them. So as a discerner, you got to communicate with the person that's in front of you or the, the proxy that comes with that person. Okay. And it says here 22 and he and often he has thrown him 
both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But it, but um, but if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And this is, and then you know, Jesus drove out the spirit because he said, um, um, he said he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, twenty-five, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Okay, so to be a a good discerner, you gotta have compassion. You can't really have compassion for somebody. Um, if you don't, you know, um, have, if you can't really, you know, pray for that thing, if you don't have compassion, what you feel, you can't be like, Oh, that person has this, you know, um, anger issue and you don't have compassion for that person. You know, how are you going to pray and heal them? I believe that a lot of discerners have the gift of healing. Okay. Um, because you are to discern so that you can pray and heal the person. Um, but you know, there's a grace that is given to you. There's a, 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 um, a level of healing that is given to you. Okay. Um, and then you just have to exercise that. All right. So like I said, if there is a prophet among you, um, numbers 12, six B, if there's a prophet among you, I, the Lord shall make myself known to him in a vision. I shall speak with him in a dream. Okay. And also I want you to, um, look at Hosea twelve ten. It says, I have also spoken to the prophets, and I gave numerous visions, and through the prof- the prophets, I gave parables. So as a as a, a discerner, sometimes God will speak to you through through seeing. Okay, you will see. Um, there there are different levels to see. There's the different levels. There's you can see when you're awake. You can see when you're dreaming. Okay, um, there are pictorial visions okay you see images you see faces of people you see things it, it comes in very it comes very quickly you know you, you see it in few seconds okay uh i'm not gonna go into depth about what that is but um you can research it i might have to do you know a podcast about vision um maybe i'll do that in january um panoramic vision that is vision that is um basically it has movement, okay? It's like almost like a movie, okay? You you have that, like, it's like you, you see people moving, or it's like, like a motion picture, okay? And it lasts for, like, a few a few seconds. Sometimes you can train yourself to, to see for a long time because, you know, Ezekiel, he kept looking, you know, he said, and I kept looking, and I kept looking. You got to keep looking because when you keep looking, God will show you more, Okay? And when you start to see those pictorial visions and do, those panoramic visions, um, yeah, those uh, panora- panoramic <laughs> vision, don't stop yourself from seeing it. Don't 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 um, shield yourself from seeing it. Open yourself up to see it. And when you do see it, write it down and ask the Lord, "What am I seeing?" Okay. Sometimes you might be talking to somebody. Okay, as a discerner, you will see a scripture, like a picture of a scripture. Like you immediately see like a scripture, right? Come, like you see John four twenty. You know, I don't know what John four twenty, what what John four twenty is, but let's look at it. You know, you see John four twenty, and you're like, okay, Lord, what is this? What does this mean? You know, um, and then you open it up and look at it. Okay, you might open it up and you look at it and you say, okay, what is John four twenty? And that could be for that person. Okay. Let's see what John 4.20 is. It says, okay, let's read it. I just got that from the Lord. 
John 4.20 says, Our fathers worship on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where we ought to worship. Let's read 21. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. 22. You worship what you do not know. We, we know what we worship, for salvation is for the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now it is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship Him. So God gave me John 4, 20. Our fathers worship on this mountain. And you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where uh, one out to worship. So, you know, for example, God will just give you those things. Like he'll give you a Bible verse. Look at this Bible verse for that person. You know, maybe you might be somebody that's listening that you don't know what, you know, you, you hear that, you know, we're only to worship in the church. Or we're only to pray in the church, you know, or we're only to pray here or there. Or we're only to read our Bible here or there. But God is saying that. No, you can you can do that anywhere. It's about your heart, about true worshiper, about true somebody heart posture because the Lord sees the heart. So I'm maybe you might be somebody that the Lord is speaking to you right now and saying John 4:20. You know that what you have heard that your father say that you worship on a specific mountain or you pray on a specific day or on a specific specific time or you only fast, you know, during Daniel fast or you only pray during Daniel's prayer or you or you only pray during, you know, Daniel fasting or you only pray at church or you only worship at church or you only do this or you only do that. But God is saying that, hey, but the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth for the Father is seeking such to worship him. So whatever it is that, you know, you've heard, this is how we have been doing it. And this is how you should do it. But God is saying that he's looking at your heart, the true spirit, you know, the truth in your heart. Okay. So um, meditate on John 4, 20 and, and let that John 4, 20 to 24 and let that, um, you know, minister to you. So there are different ways. Like you will, like I said, I just got a scripture from the Lord. How did I? How did I get that? I get, I got that from discerning from Him. You know, from 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 seeing it. I I got it from from seeing it. Like okay, John four twenty. Okay, or you might you might even like you know um have a a pictorial image that will come when you're talking to somebody or when you're praying, especially when you're praying for somebody, you will have a pictorial image. Like for example, for me, I remember. I had an image. I had an image of a cross. It was a um, panoramic. Um, let me let me make sure I say it right. Panoramic vision. Okay, uh, which is a motion picture. Okay, uh, I saw a cross, and underneath the cross is fire. And the cross was not consumed. Okay, it was not consumed at all. And you know, what God was trying, you know, telling me is that whatever it is that you go through know that i'm with you you know you go through the waters but you will not be consumed you go through the the fire but you will not be consumed right you will go through so many things but you will not be consumed right i think it's isaiah 42 2 let's see um isaiah 42 2 all right so it's isaiah 43 2 okay let's look at that isaiah 43 2 says when you pass through the waters i will be with you okay um three well isaiah 40, 43 two uh it says when you when you pass through the waters i will be with you 
and through the rivers they shall not overflow you. You will walk through the fire, and you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. Nor shall the flame scorch you. Okay, so what he's saying is that, you know, whatever it is, you, you go through the waters, you go through the deep things, the, the, the things that you don't like. You go through warfare, you go through issues, you go through craziness. But guess what? It will not consume you. Just as Jesus slept on, you know, on the boat in the storm, it did not consume him. He woke up, he got up, and he said, peace be still. And he was calmed. So God is saying that, you know, through that um, pictorial image, no, through that uh, paran- par- um, panoramic <laughs> image that, that the Lord showed me, that motion picture um, of seeing that cross with fire, you know, underneath it, um, you know, God was led me to Isaiah 43, 2. And at that time, I was I was going through a very difficult time, and I needed um, uh, information from the Lord. I needed clarity. I needed com- um, confirmation. I needed comfort from the Lord. And I remember I was praying around three thirty a.m. and the Lord showed me that image. So, um, you know, as a discerner, God will use your eyes to show you things. Okay. Sometimes when somebody is is getting delivered, I can see what is happening in the spirit. Okay. Uh, when when somebody is that's why when somebody is very emotional you know um around someone that is getting delivered because they're seeing so much and that gets them emotional okay um and so i believe that a lot of people that that are um have the the mantle of deliverance and and healing um have the gift of discernment okay um let's look at Again, we're still talking about seeing, okay? Um, when you're praying, you got to be open to your, your senses of seeing. Um, you will start to see angels around you. You might not see them in the whole, you know, entity of them. But you might see the white, um, the whiteness, that white flash, okay? You might see that around you. And that is sometimes how you know. Sometimes you feel the presence of angels in the room. You will know. You have a knowing. Like, okay, there are angels in the room. I remember one time I was laying on my bed, or on my uh, my couch, and then all of a sudden I felt this shift happen in my in my living room, and I knew there was an angel here, there, there, and there. There were five angels in my living room, and I was able to discern that because the Holy Spirit let me do that. I was literally. I believe I was on my phone or I was reading. And then all of a sudden, I knew there are angels in the room. And so I looked around and I was like, okay, there's something going to happen tonight. I know it, <laughs> you know, uh, because to have five angels in the room, that is, there is something, there's an assignment that they're on, okay? And so when you're praying, especially when you're praying, like every church, I would say this, every church has an angel. Every church that is a Christian church, that is, um, you know, on the principles of the Bible, you know, of the word of God, has an angel assigned to them, okay? Um, I'm going to talk about angels next, okay? But I want you to know that when you're praying or when you are in that you know, um, atmosphere of worship and prayer, you will start to, you know, see in the spirit, okay? You will start to see that white flash. Now, I want you to remember this. The Bible says that you, you, you should be very careful because sometimes the enemy comes as an angel of light, okay? So do not be deceived. 
you gotta be careful. And when you do see that white light, you know, that presence of an angel, you gotta pray for the Holy Spirit to reveal to you. And the thing is, when you're when you're in the atmosphere of the Lord, and angels appear, okay, and you might see them. They might not say anything to you, but you know they are there because they are ministering angels. They are angels that the Lord sends to help you, to, to shift you in the next realm of prayer or worship or, you know, preaching, okay? Angels are always at work. When you go to church, okay, they are there. They are angels that scribe, okay? They, they write down everything. When you're praying, they are angels that write down things, okay? They are angels that are ready in, in position to go and war on your behalf. Like I said, you know, in the book of Daniel, okay, Archangel Michael and Gabriel were, were you know, working together to help Daniel. And so um, you are going to see things. So, you know, you're going to see angels. Maybe you might see a whole angel in front of you that might bring you a, a message from the Lord. But again, the, the Bible says that, you know, be careful how you entertain strangers, right? Because some of you have entertained angels unknowingly, okay? And so, you there are angels that you might you might meet that are literally like human beings right in front of you okay that has happened to me before and after actually it's happened to me like three times i think it has happened to me more than i've known but the lord brought it back to my my memory that you encountered an angel that time and i'm like wow okay you know uh, I'm not saying that go around and stop. I start asking people, are you an angel? Are you an angel? No, <laughs> that's silly. Um, normally, I believe that during that time with an encounter with an angel, you don't know until you leave that atmosphere or you leave that place. Or afterwards, that's when you realize, oh, wait, that was an angel. Oh, my God. You know, so you you will know. God will reveal it to you later on. Um, I want you to look at, um, let me see, no, okay, so sometimes they might be right in front of you, okay, angels are, sometimes you might not see them when you're praying, but you might see them in your dreams, okay, um, they're very tall, the ones that I, I have been able to, you know, see, um, parts of them in the spirit has been, really really tall from from the ceiling down okay um even even the even even the ones that i saw in my dreams they are big they are huge they are tall they're not those chubby little babies that you know the internet has no they're they're not chubby little babies uh they're full with armors they are very you know strong okay uh, sometimes, like I said, there is a bright light that takes over the whole room or over a certain part of the room. Um, you know, I remember that when I was 11 years of age, I always, you know, used to, I saw demons. Like, I saw demons um, in black. They had, like, no legs. They were, like, hovering, like hovering okay? Um, they hovered around. They were always in pairs and in groups, um, you know, but... I believe that when I, I turn a certain age, the Lord um, closed that pathway for me to see that because um, I was too young to understand what I was seeing. And I, I believe that he did not want me to get scared. Okay. I did not understand what I was seeing. I knew it wasn't good. I didn't tell anybody because there were little things that were happening with me uh, when I was little. 
concerning um, you know my spiritual gift I was still trying to understand who I was you know that Jeremiah stage um, and so I just let the Lord you know um, I, I let the Lord lead me you know um, I was in training so I was not so I was in training so I did not really open up to people about it because um, it was a lot that I was seeing and when I turned at a certain age, I started to see more. And, you know, the Lord letting me know, this is not the first time you've been seen. You've been seen a lot when you were little. You just didn't understand what it was. And for some reason, the things, the diabolical things that I was seeing, they were never afraid. Like, like I was never afraid, you know, of of them. Like, I was really bold, you know. It was, like, they were, like, they were, they were not things that I was afraid of. You know, I saw it and I knew that they could not harm me. I just knew it. Like, they could not touch me. But I saw them, you know. Um, and they never, like, like attacked me. Because, you know, when you have authority, when God has, has, has his grace over you and his, his covering over you, things can look at you from afar and they cannot touch you. Like the word says in Psalms 91, right? A thousand will fall what on my left hand side, and ten thousand on my right hand, but they shall not come near me. Only with your eye, only with my eyes, I will see the reward of the wicked. Right, so they will come, but they cannot touch you. I don't know who needs to hear that. They will come, but they cannot touch you. Okay, so let's move on. Um, one other thing I want to say before we move on: uh, when you have a seeing, when you're sensing, uh, when you see, when you are a discerner. And your eyes are, are surrendered to the Lord. Um, you will see. Okay. You will see people's faces. Okay. Like I said. Images. Pictures. Um, you know. So you, you. Sometimes. I would say this. There are people. Okay. That. You, you know. When you're in front of somebody. Who's possessed by a demon. Maybe you might not sense it. With your. your with your feeling. You might not feel that. You want to puke. Or that. You know. Smell of sulfur. Or you know. All of that. But then you see the demon. You see their face change. Okay? Don't get scared. When you see that, don't be like, oh my God. <laughs> Just, you gotta, you gotta be poised. And you gotta know that you have authority. Okay? You gotta know that God has you covered. Don't act in haste. Don't act in, you know, um, fear. Okay? God has not given you the spirit of fear. But of what? Of love, power, and a sound mind. Okay? You are under, you have power. You have authority. Okay, God has given you a level of authority, which is why you're able to see these things, okay? So you might see somebody's face change, or you might see, you know, you might see the spirit in them, okay? Don't be fearful, because the enemy feeds on fear, all right? Don't, don't let the enemy see that you're, you are fearful. Just start to pray in tongues in your mind, in your head, or, you know, on your, on your lips, just start to pray in tongues. And ask the Holy Spirit what to do. So now let's look, let's look at what a discerner hears, okay? What is the hearing? What's your ears? What is your ears in tune to, okay? Um, hearing, sometimes you will hear wind. Like, I, I've, I've heard wind pass by my ears before. Um, you will hear um, words, okay? The Bible says that angels are ministering angels, that God sends us ministering angels to minister to us, Okay? Sometimes you pass by a room and you hear chattering. Like you hear the, what they're talking about. Like clear. <laughs> How 
I've had people who said that they've heard what has been discussed in a room without them being in the room. Okay, that's a whole that's a whole level of discernment. Okay, um, let's look at First Kings nineteen seven to eight. This is when Elijah sent uh, when an angel was sent to Elijah to encourage him to eat for the journey is too much for you. Right? It says the angel was sent to encourage Elijah to eat because the you know the journey that he was about to be on was too much for him and so he had to be strengthened okay um and so angels will come and minister to you you know you might you might be sitting there and all of a sudden you 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 feel the the atmosphere change and you feel like you need to worship you feel that heavy burden to pray for somebody like like god will send an angel there to to let you know you know to 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 um speak to you okay and then all of a sudden you feel like you need to pray for your your friend or or your this specific person and then you start to pray and then afterwards you you check up on them and you're like oh my goodness this is what happened last week or this is what happened yesterday you know god god sent an angel to to minister to you to intercede for them okay um angels have their own language okay um angels have their own tongues um, the Bible says in First Corinthians thirteen one, the tongues that angels speak. Okay, um, so they have their own tongues. And I will say this: when I was little, when I saw demons, demons also have their own conversation. They have their own language. Okay, um, the Lord brought those things to me. Okay, um, I'm gonna move off of this subject because it uh, I don't feel good. Um, I hate talking about those things and I, I'm so glad that the Lord, um, allowed me to see those things when I was little because that really opened my eyes to, you know, where he was taking me. Um, and I'm glad that I was not fearful. I, I think that the Lord literally took away that fear from me because honestly, any, any human being, any little kid see a demon will run they will be fearful but i wasn't i was i was just bold i was bold like jo- joshua i was bold like a lion i was bold i i i was not scared i just looked at that thing and i'm like you know and of course i prayed oh i pray when i was little i always slept with my bible next to me always every night if if my bible was not next to me i would not sleep you know, I always slept with my Bible and I always read Psalms before I went to bed, praying over myself, covering myself, you know. Um, and so if you're a parent, you know, and your child comes to you and say, I see this black thing in the room or I see this spirit or I see that thing. Don't just push it off. Ask them questions. What does it look like? You know, you know, if they say they see this white spirit like this white um white you know atmosphere or they see this person with white wings and all that you you got to ask questions you know because you want to make sure that it's not the enemy disguised as an angel of light okay and also you don't want them to keep seeing a demon and and not know how to handle it okay um i believe that a lot of prophets and a lot of apostles when they are little 
they are exposed to the to to the divine and the, and the diabolical world. God is training them even then, because you know in Jeremiah it says God asks them, "What do you see, Jeremiah? You know, what do you see?" And Jeremiah told God what he saw, and then you know God helped them interpret what he was seeing. And so, um, if you're somebody that is a parent of a you know a prophet, a child that is a prophet. Or, you know, a child that has a gift of discernment or, or a seer mentor, you know, a seer anointing. Um, don't dismiss what they see, you know. Uh, sometimes a lot of kids that are have a um, these gifts, they are very alone in it. I remember I had nobody to go to to talk about this because it was weird. Like, nobody was seeing what, I, what the Lord was allowing me to see, you know. And... I knew that if I told somebody, they would think I'm crazy, you know, but I mean, now if I tell them, they're like, oh, wow, you know, because I know who I am, you know, I know who God created me to be, um, but at that time, I was very quiet about it, I'll see it, you know, and I'll not say anything, I'll see it and I'll pray, I'll see it and I'll pray, um, but yeah, so uh, as a see, as, as a, a discerner, you will, you will see things, you will hear things, okay? So the last part is taste. Taste, okay? Um, as a discerner, you will taste. You will taste sweet things, bitter things, acidy things. All of a sudden, you might taste, um, you know, um, orange juice, you know, or you might taste cinnamon. I mean, cinnamon. You might taste some cinnamon. Uh, you might taste some, you know, um, some meat. You will taste a lot of things, Uh that knowing, okay, that there's also a knowing. Uh, when all the senses are working at once, or you have a divine revelation, that is what a knowing is. You just know what spirit you are, you know, seeing or sensing, or what kind of spirit you are dealing with, okay? Um, I didn't go in depth about taste because uh, taste is different for people. There are some people that, you know, um, taste bitter things or, you know, sweet things or, um, you know, acidy things. Again, you got to surrender it to the Lord. Um, sometimes as a discerner, taste might not be your, your most strength. Sometimes it might be your, 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 your most strength. But whatever your strength is, you got to uh, surrender it to the Lord. Um, one thing I know is that, you know, um, if it's bitter, it's not good right uh if it's sweet then you gotta ask the lord you know maybe sometimes he he's speaking through you um i would say that sometimes you you feel fire out of your mouth like your, your mouth will be hot okay you feel the, you feel heat come out of your mouth when you pray you know and that's praying in tongues and with, with fire okay so um this wraps up our teaching for today and I hope that you've been edified. I hope that my stories have really uh, helped you maybe identify with certain things that God has allowed you to experience and allowed you to um, encounter. And always know that you have authority, okay? Uh, you see these things because you have a level of authority to be able to see them and sense them and feel them and, and taste and, and hear, okay? Uh, and smell. So if God has given you that authority... You got to walk in that authority. 
not in authority of you, but in, in the authority of the Lord, okay? So now I'm going to play a song, and then we're going to wrap up, and I'm going to pray an activation over your senses, over your ears, your nose, your mouth, your eyes, your skin, okay? So that you surrender it to the Lord, okay? You surrender it to Elohim, God. You surrender it to Him so that He can help you even more walk in your gift of discernment and understand how you can operate effectively as a discerner. So let's listen to this song. All right, so before we go to the song, there are a couple of things that the Holy Spirit reminded me that I did not mention, um, in which it comes to basically um, when it comes to being a, being a discerner, there's another level in discernment. So as a discerner, sometimes you will discern things, okay, that um, other people might not discern, meaning that you might be a discerner when it comes to like how you feel, or you might be a discerner when it comes to what you hear, or you might be a discerner when it comes to... Um, what you smell. There are people that don't smell, okay, but they are discerners because they are able to hear, okay, or they're able to feel. So if you don't have all your senses, you know, working, it's okay because God is growing you. There are times when God will allow you to only focus on a certain type of spirit because he's trying to train you to to be able to identify and know how to deal with it. For me personally, there are times where God will only allow me to, um, see angels or see the divine and then there are times where he will open he will open the diabolical to me so i can see more of it okay um like i said when i was little i saw a lot of diabolical um and then god closed that door and then um you know he reopened it i remember um even this year i i you know i saw a demon and when I, I, I saw it, I was really, really scared. I got up and I started praying in tongues. I was really frantic. But the Lord reassured me that, you know, um, he's got me covered. And, of course, I have, you know, friends that are really prayer warriors. So I contacted them and they, they prayed with me and they comforted me and they, you know, called me, they messaged me. They were there for me. So community community is very important when you are working in your spiritual gifts. Find people that are in the same, you know, um, gift that you have or even greater gift that they have that you don't. Okay. It's good to be in that community because when you are when you experience certain things and you tell them they are able to understand and, and get where you're coming from and then to seed with you together, right? Because it says that a thousand, you know, one can put a thousand to flight, but two can put ten thousand to flight. So, don't um, don't close yourself from from the right community that you need around you. Also, um, one thing is that when you are a discerner, you don't only discern people and and uh, places; you discern things as well. For example, for me, I remember that you know somebody gave me clothes, and the person, uh, you know. He has given me clothes before, but it's like, you know, hand me down, but it's like not bad hand me down. It's like, um, they've worn it a couple of times and the, the person has really nice clothes, like very expensive, great clothes that last for you for years. Uh, you will not even think it's been worn many times when they, you know, when you see it. And so, um, basically they gave me clothes and at that time, my, my gift of discernment had had really been open to another level and so I remember I remember that I I brought the clothes home and I wore it and immediately I felt that heaviness I felt such a heaviness I felt 
I felt like I was suffocating, you know. I, I felt what was in that person's life, what they were going through. I felt all the things that they were experiencing, all the warfare and all that. I felt it all. And I immediately took off the clothes, the outfit. And I, I, saw, I was able to then breathe. I was like, oh, I had finally like fresh air. And then I was like, maybe I should just, you know, wash and try to cleanse it and all that. Mm-mm. I wore it again after all that. And, you know, it's it still, I still was feeling all of that. And so I realized that, you know, I cannot wear other people's clothes because I'm going to be sensing all of the things in their lives, on them, you know. Um, and so... I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know, hand-me-downs. It's great. It's a great way to, to um, save money, especially if you know the person, you know, for years. If they're a family member or you know them, it's great. But if you're a discerner, it's kind of hard because you're wearing this thing and you, 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 cannot, you, you cannot function normally because you're, you're just feeling all of these things from the person through what you're wearing, okay? And it's uncomfortable. So um, I had to take it off. And also, if you're a discerner, you know, you're not only going to discern, like, clothes and things like that, but also, like, items. You know, if somebody buys you something, people who are discerners, they, they normally can feel the spirit behind it. Um, and also, um, you know, what is attached to that thing. There are certain times where God has told me to, like, to, to like you know, um, throw away jewelry that somebody has given me or even things that I have gotten, okay, in the past to throw them away because there's a spirit attached to that which is why you have to be careful when people give you things that you pray about it you know you discern if it's something that you should bring to your house because that can be a point of contact that the enemy can use to come into your life okay especially witches they like to give you things so that they can have access to your life you might think it's just you know jewelry or a mug or whatever but they want access to your life because you have it in your house they are able to then tap into your life into your atmosphere okay and so if god has told you to remove something or if you've you pass by that thing in your house or you know or wear that thing or whatever and you feel you don't feel well you you feel like this is this has something with it you, it just doesn't sit well with you throw it away it doesn't matter how much money it costs trust me i've thrown away things that cost a lot of money but I knew that I could not have that thing in my house, okay? And so that's something that the Lord wants you to know. Um, also, if you're a discerner, you can discern the spirit behind something that somebody says, okay? If somebody comes to you and starts to talk to you, you can not only discern the spirit behind them, but, but the spirit behind what they're saying. So if they're speaking out of hate, you can discern. Even if they smile in your face, or, you know, are cordial, you can still discern it. If you're a discerner, you can discern jealousy behind somebody, even even messages, okay, text messages, or emails, or even, you know, voicemails, you can discern those things, okay, there's a, there's a deeper level in discernment, it's not just, oh, I, I'm just, I, I'm just feeling this, but it's like very precise. You 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 are pre- like, the Holy Spirit is letting you know precisely what it is. Um, and I spoke about a discerner, what a discerner sees, okay? You you see, you know, when you're awake and you see also when you are asleep. Um, there's another, you know, I talked about how you see pictorial images or motion images, you know, um, where you see things being played out before you. Um, there's also, 
you know, open heaven, there is um, also trans, like you're being translated, translated to another place, like you are at two places at the same time. It normally happens in worship, you know, but I'm not going to go over there. I just want you to know that there's a lot of things that happen as somebody who walks with the Lord. You, you, the more you walk with him, the more he open the realm of the spirit to you, the divine, the the spiritual things that are happening around us, you know, the veil between us and the spirit, the spiritual, the spiritual uh, things that are happening in the world. I mean, in, in even in, in the, um, in our atmosphere is very thin. Okay. And it becomes open when you are before the Lord a lot, when you are, you know, um, at a level with God, when it comes to relationship that he will start to open your eyes. You know how when Elisha said, Oh God, I pray that you will open my servant's eyes that he may see. And when he opened his and when the Lord, you know, allowed his eyes to be open, he saw all the chariots, he saw all the army that was around them. Because he said, you know, there's more with you than than there is against you. So God will let you see that. All right. And you have to be humble, you know, when you see those things, don't don't put yourself in such a um an egotistical way. Be humble, you know. Humility is a great source in being able to see more in the realm of the spirit. Not being boastful, you know, oh yeah, I saw you know, I saw this and I saw that, no no no. You know, um don't go around telling everybody, you know, what you see because sometimes it's only for you and God. Sometimes it's not the right time yet. Or even what you feel, you know as a discerner. So just an FYI um, before we go to the song. All right.
All right, so that was Refiner by Maverick City. Um, so I pray that you've been blessed today. Uh, so a lot of things that the Lord poured out of me to speak. Um, and I hope that you have been refined by what it is that the Lord spoke today. So I want you to um, posture yourself for this activation. Uh, one thing I want to say, a couple things I want to say before we go into activation is that first step to discern Jesus and what he's saying is to purposefully offer your senses to him. You got to ask God to anoint your five senses. So I want you to put on worship. Okay. I want you to put on. We started out listening to Yahweh. So I want you to put on worship right now. Put on Yahweh the song by all nations. Okay. And just let your atmosphere be surrendered to the Lord. Let the spirit of the Lord come in the room. You can tell the Lord, I invite you, Holy Spirit, in the room. Um, and ask the Lord to anoint your five senses. If you have um, anointing oil, you know, you can get anointing oil from the store, you know, um, olive oil, anointing oil, okay? And you can pray over it, anoint it. Pray the Lord, you know, that the Lord will bless it, anoint it, favor it, you know, the Lord will uh Put his consuming fire in the oil. Basically, let the Lord, you know, anoint that oil for you. Um, and then anoint your five senses. Anoint your mouth. Anoint your um, your nose. Anoint your, um, your eyes, your eyelids. Anoint your ears, okay? Anoint your skin, right? And surrender it to the Lord, okay? Activate them for his purpose, for the purpose of the Lord, for his glory, for him to use it, for his, for him, okay, to help people, to help, you know, and edify the people, okay, his sons and his daughters that are just like you, okay. Everyone has a spirit, a soul, and a body. Your spirit is where the Holy Spirit dwells, and sometimes that's where the, you know, the demons dwell. Um, that's where they, you know, like to take over. If your spirit is not, um, if your body, you know, if you've not asked the Holy Spirit to come and live in you, you know, and take over you, sometimes your house, which is your body can be, um, you know, um, can be taken over by a demonic spirit. That's why it's important to ask the Holy Spirit to fill every area of your life, every area of your body, okay? Your body is a temple, okay, to the Lord, all right? Where the Holy Spirit dwells in your spirit. Um, your soul is basically made up of your desires, your will, and your thoughts, okay? That's your soul. Your body is your flesh, you know, the flesh, the you know, dust you came and dust you, were, you will return, okay? Your body is your flesh, we are, we are spirit in flesh, okay? We are spirit in flesh, earth in vessel, okay? We are spirit in flesh, which is why your, your spirit leaves you when, you're, when you die and your body leave, um, stay here. So your spirit should be in charge. So when you have a spirit of the Holy Spirit in you, the Holy Spirit is in charge. 
Okay, you want your spirit to be in charge. You don't want your soul to be in charge. You don't want your body to be in charge. But you want the spirit of the Lord to be in charge of your temple. So I want you to intentionally surrender your spirit, your soul, and your body to God in prayer. I want you to look at Romans 12, 1-2. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your true reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So what is this saying? That to be, you know, a discerner, you gotta, what? Have your body as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to the Lord. Because evil cannot drive out evil. Only good can drive out, can drive out good. I mean, can drive, only good, only good can drive out bad, right? The Bible says that, um, you know, Jesus, they said that he was demon-possessed. And he said, how can a demon drive out a demon? Only divine can drive out diabolical, okay? And so what you want to do is that you want to present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to the Lord. You can't be a discerner and entertain demons because then you, you don't know what you're discerning, okay? You cannot do that. You can't be a discerner, an effective discerner, and entertain the world, worldly things, the culture. Now that they call it the culture, okay? So any, anything that hinders you, that causes you not to walk completely in the will of the Lord, ask the Lord to help you cleanse it out of your life, okay? Because it says in two, do not be conformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. you got to be always um, putting your mind to the things above, not on the things on this earth. Okay? Set your minds on things above. Okay? I, I want you to look at Philippians 4, 8. Things, think of things that are noble or things that are just or of things that are good report. Those things rest upon. Okay? So you want to be able to allow the Lord to take over. The battlefield of the mind is where the enemy wants to take his battle. The the, the enemy likes to, 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 to take to put things in your mind. So you gotta renew your mind with the word of God. Okay, because what you 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 think about feeds your senses. Okay. So worship and pray. Activate your senses to the Holy Spirit. That's why I said, you know, put on worship and write down what you hear. What you smell, what you taste, what you feel. After this activation prayer, I want you to go immediately in worship. Close the door, turn off the TV, and put on worship. Okay, if you listen to, you know, worship from YouTube, put on worship from YouTube. Okay, if you don't understand what God shows you while you're worshiping, ask Him in prayer to clarify. Okay. So now that I've gone to the point of what this activation entails, I want you to posture yourself and let's pray. Father, I surrender this time to you. Holy Spirit, 
Fill every place that is empty at this time. As your children come before you, God, I ask you for your downpour of your consuming fire on them. Just as Isaiah saw you high and lifted up, and the angel came and touched his mouth and removed his transgression. God, I pray that, Lord, you would send an angel in the room to touch them and remove their transgressions. And I pray the Lord, as they confess their sins to you, God, the Lord, you will cleanse them in the name of Jesus. So, Holy Spirit, take over. Let your presence be in the room. God, I pray for your wind to come in the room, your fire to fall in the room right now in the name of Jesus. I pray the Lord you ascend your angel in place, in that place, in that space that they are. Let your, let the, the, um, the presence of the Lord, God, let the worship penetrate through the walls, penetrate through the atmosphere. Father, your word says, that, Lord, when we, we search for you, we will find you. When we draw near to you, God, you will draw near to, to us. So I pray that, Lord, as they worship at this time, God, after this prayer, God, that, Lord, you will dwell on them. You will show yourself to them through all the forms that we have talked about today. So right now, God, I pray and I speak to the senses of the people that are listening right now. In the name of Jesus, I declare this in the name of Jesus. Senses become unlocked in the name of Jesus. I declare that that your senses are no longer captive to the patterns of the past. In the name of Jesus. Instead, I present your senses to the one true and holy God for reclamation and purification in the name of Jesus. So right now, I want you to say, my senses... Are no longer captive to the patterns of the past. My senses in the name of Jesus are unlocked. My senses are not, pre- are not presented to anything that is not like the Lord. But my senses are presented, are presented to the one and true and holy God. For purification. To be redeemed. To be used for his glory. In the name of Jesus. I do pray. Amen. All right, so I want you to go into worship and allow the Lord to keep purifying your senses. And write down what you smell, write down what you taste, write down what you see, write down what you sense, write down what you feel, and write down what you hear. Okay? So I hope that you've been blessed tonight. I hope that you've been blessed. And I pray for the the glory of the Lord to meet you, the encounter of the Lord to meet you as you worship him in spirit and in truth. Remember, God gave me John 4, 20 to 23, right? He gave me John 4, 20. And then we read after that, we read it. So I want you to remember when you're worshiping the Lord to, to have him activate your senses even the more that you will remember that he is looking for those that are going to worship him in spirit and in truth. And he will meet you. He will encounter with you. He will dwell with you. He will sup with you. Okay? So God bless you. And I hope that you will tune in next week for more of what the I Am is. We're going to another series of the I Am. We're going to be talking I Am an Angel. I Am a Messenger of God. Okay? We're going to be talking about angels next. So take this time to encounter the Lord in worship.
So we left you high, Yahweh. 
Every time we breathe, we mention your name. 